Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. I hope you're having a great day out there. Uh, We have a lot of news to cover today. You know, the great part about this show that I really enjoy is talking with very special people, going over new ideas, gear, guns, talking the really geeky stuff like ballistic coefficients and, you know, all the other fun stuff in life. But... Sometimes we have to actually do the work end of this, and that is talk about legislation and how to protect the Second Amendment. So that's that's what we're about, is protecting your Second Amendment. And in doing so today, we're going to talk with a very special gentleman from the California Rifle and Pistol Association. Now, those of you in our Arizona audience, this is important information for you because, as I've said before, We're talking to you from a possible future. This doesn't have to be your future. You can change. You can be involved and you can save things or you can go down this rabbit hole. So we want to paint this picture for you. I know you're in Arizona. You're like, I don't care. It's California. Look, the same people that were involved in, let's just say, miscounting certain votes in Mariposa County are the same people that are going to be involved fighting against the second amendment in your state. And you need to know how to defend yourself against them and what their tactics are. Okay. So that's why this is important. So right off the bat, I want to talk a little bit about uh, our sponsors because we do have some sponsored discounts, people that you can call, get some of the great gear and get a lot of money saved. So let's go through that right now. Number one, CCW safe. CCW safe is a great legal protection firm that if you have to use your firearm or have to use anything for self-defense in protection of your life or that of your loved ones, they stand beside you with an amazing coverage. And you've got 15% off on that by using the code FLRADIO15, ccwsafe.com, FLRADIO15. So you got to love that part. Also, Maglite. Maglites come on. And if you use the code FL Radio, you get a 15% discount on all Maglite purchases at maglite.com. And if you want to talk about being prepared, they've got some of the best flashlights with longest run times that you could ever hope for. So maglite.com, uh, FL Radio 15 for the discount on that. And then we have EMP Shield. Again, for preparedness, you, you need one on your house, you need one on your cars. And their uh, discount is 50 bucks off per item. And that's a uh, firing line is the discount code for that. And then our one we just brought on is AccuTac bipods. I've been using them for a while. They're fantastic bipods. And you need them for all of your long-range shooting. So AccuTac, which is spelled A-C-C-U hyphen T-A-C, AccuTac. Dot com And their code, a little bit longer this time, is 
2022 FL Radio 15. And again, you get a 15% discount on that. So great options for you. And you get all that, get to save all that money because you listened at the beginning of the show. We might re- repeat it. We might not, but that's your codes. And also you should check out our website. We've redone it. It's uh, firinglineradio.com. And we've got some swag on there. Some really cool hat designs, some t-shirts. Uh, one of my favorite t-shirts says toxic, toxic across the front of it. What does that mean? Uh, it's for toxic masculinity. It's a, it's a warning sign to others. So just so you don't offend any beta males or soy boys right off the bat here, it, it's a warning label. So that's a good one. We also have the great seal of the United States, the original seal, which rebellion to tyrants is obedience to God. And we believe in that all the time. So uh, also some, some long range shooting uh, swag. So we've got some nice stuff on there. It's inexpensive. We want to get it out to you as soon as possible. And that's at firinglineradio.com. Okay. Joining me, I have Kevin Small. Kevin Small is the Advocacy Outreach Director for the California Rifle and Pistol Association. And again, why is this airing in Arizona? Because folks, this is what's coming. This is your defense. We are the scouting parties for your, for the saving Arizona. And that's what's going on here. Kevin, how are you doing this morning? I am doing well. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So tell us a little bit about your specific job at CRPA. So uh, the Advocacy and Outreach Department at CRPA really has everything to do with reaching people, whether it's uh, advocating at gun shows or individual events all across the state, um, as well as, uh, you know, we run a chapter program. I think we have something like 30 chapters throughout the state. These are groups of people who come together kind of in the name of the Second Amendment in ways uh, to enrich the culture here in California and also to advocate legislatively. Uh, That's another huge role uh, that we see a lot of people and volunteers getting into. You know, these these assemblymen and, and women, as well as the senators, they have their committee meetings where they talk about bills and vote on them. Uh, and and that's a place for people to advocate. So uh, we have a lot of people who jump on those calls since they're not in person and advocate whether it's uh, for or against a, a Second Amendment bill. Uh, and and that's a that's a huge part. And and also the education, um, getting uh, you know information on CRPA lawsuits and just Second Amendment information in general out to the public, dispelling a lot of the myths dispelling a lot of the lies that people are being told specifically through, you know, groups like the Giffords or even the mainstream media, these narratives that just completely warp this thing we call the world uh, on what firearms can and cannot do. So uh, it's basically reaching as many people as we can and, and trying to offer good information. And you say the Giffords, you mean as in Gabby Gifford, Mark Kelly's wife, that association? Yes. So those of you who don't know, Mark Kelly is a senator now for Arizona, and he's running for reelection. And we do not want him to be reelected at all. He needs to be sent home. He does not fit the state. He does not fit the Constitution. Okay, just number one. Uh, Yeah, great. He was an astronaut. Um, 
so what? Uh, there, there are other people better fit for that job. Uh, I can think of an F-16 fighter pilot that works out pretty well, but it goes by the name of Mick McGuire. So anyway, there's a lot of different things out here. These two states really need to start talking to each other. Now, the California Rifle and Pistol Association is involved in how many lawsuits right now against the things that have happened in California? Like six big ones? Yeah, six big ones and dozens more and and even more over the years. I think the most notable one that we have right now uh, is at the Supreme Court. That's Duncan B. Becerra, which is the Mm -hmm. yeah, that's the uh, that's the lawsuit against the uh, 10 round magazine ban in California. Now, why that is important. And again, I keep jumping back, Arizona, California. Why that's important to people in Arizona is these laws start in California. We have to fight them in California, but then they go to this thing called the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, which includes Arizona. So whatever is written in California on a federal law that gets approved by the Ninth Circuit Court becomes law. It affects everybody. And that's why we have to fight the crazies in California to keep them from polluting the other states. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. I've been dealing with these crazies for 58 years. Um, Believe me, they've, they've gotten more unhinged as time goes by. Um, so it's extremely important that and the California Rifle and Pistol Association has been doing all the heavy lifting, all the heavy lifting. There's a big national association, hasn't been as involved, but the California Rifle and Pistol Association has been doing the heavy lifting on this, raising the funds, fighting for our Second Amendment rights all along the West Coast. And that includes the 11 states for the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, because that's where we end up. And then it goes to the Supreme Court. And the cost of, of a lawsuit from beginning to end going to the Supreme Court is between 2 and $3 million. So it's important that we support these folks both sides that we're always, always in charge of that because whatever passes in California, if it's upheld at the Ninth Circuit Court, which is extremely liberal, it becomes law. That's why this is important. The, the, the liberals, the progressives, the communists, the anti-gunners, the anti-constitutionalists, the enemies of the state, they've known this. They've been working this Ninth Circuit Court. They find a crazy judge out of San Francisco to give them a ruling. Then they head up to the Ninth Circuit Court, and we have to fight on defense every single time. Um, and, and they wear us thin. They wear us thin with our emotions. They wear us thin with our money. They wear us thin on our time. And that's their object is to just overload the system, overload it with such cruddy bills. We have to spend millions of dollars fighting them time and time again. Am I far off on that, Kevin? No, you're not far off on that at all. And I would even take it a step further and say that they push through laws that they know are unconstitutional because they realize how long it takes to fight them in court. So this is why we we really push people uh, towards elections to get out, get knowledgeable, and and vote uh, for pro Second Amendment legislators, because if you have these this supermajority in California pushing through laws, even if they know it's con- unconstitutional, it's still going to be on the books for two years. And I mean, you got to look at Duncan v. Becerra, which is now at the Supreme Court. We filed that in 2016, so that's that's going on what seven six years now. Uh, that that is still currently a law in California, even though they probably knew it was unconstitutional to pass Prop 63 in the first place. Right. We'll so, yeah, it, it is a whole. 
Right. We'll talk more about that when we come back right after this. I'm with Kevin Small, California Rifle and Pistol Association Advocacy and Outreach, CRPA.org. Get involved. Save your state. We'll be right back. Have questions about handgun safety, local sports shooting events, or your Second Amendment rights? Just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Get practical advice. No sales pitch. Vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience. Whether you're a seasoned gun owner or a newcomer, at Bullseye Sport, they welcome everyone, especially ladies considering a firearm for the first time. When they go to our store, we want to give them something that they're going to feel comfortable with. And if you're looking to purchase a gun, ammo, or accessories... If we don't have it, we will get it for you. For all the answers to your rifle and handgun questions, just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport. 951-823-0211. Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 590. Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates or call 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, branch manager of Plant Home Lending LLC and host of the main event. Heard weekends right here on AM 590 The Answer. I'm sure by now you've heard interest rates have jumped up over the last few months, but so have home values. So what does that mean to you? If you're carrying a bunch of credit card debt, or you don't have money to pay your tax bill, or just needed extra money to fill up your gas tank, now may be the perfect time to do a cash-out refinance to consolidate those bills or get some extra funds in your bank account while your equity is so high before rates get any worse. If you or your spouse are 62 years or older, higher values make reverse mortgages that didn't work before work now. To see how we can make the numbers work for you, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. Ed Hoffman, Retail Branch Manager, NMLS ID 9921, Branch NMLS ID 2275209. Planet Home Lending, LLC, NMLS ID 17022. Planet Home Lending, LLC, is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. AM 590, the answer. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my Boomstick! Hey folks, you know, every week, Boomstick Radio, we're always talking about bullseye sports and guns and ammo in Riverside. Where? Well, they're between Arlington and Central off of Brockton at the Brockton Arcade. Why do you go there? You go there for the best selection of firearms, ammunition, accessories, and really just to hang out with Vince because he's one of the coolest guys you got out there in the gun stores of the Inland Empire. So check him out. They've got estate sales. They have new guns. They've got a great selection. Um, Going through my mind here, they've got fantastic optics for your firearms, as I'm talking about for your pistols. So they got the Hollow Suns, great selection on that. They're building your own AR-15, so helping you make a custom selection. So again, that's Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside, 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211, bullseyesport.com. That's right, folks. Welcome back to Boomstick Radio. This is Philip Naiman here with Kevin from the California Rifle and Pistol Association. As as you heard our whole first segment, we're talking about why this is important to more states than just California. We fight these battles in California. We fight them in the legal system, but it protects Arizona when we win. It protects Nevada when we win. It protects Idaho when we win. That's right. People in California are protecting the Second Amendment rights for Idahoans. Doesn't doesn't seem like they need it, but they do. And that's what we're out here after. 
Kevin uh, is the Advocacy and Outreach Director for the California Rifle and Pistol Association. You can find them at crpa.org. Kevin, we were just talking about what's involved in saving the Second Amendment and all the different fights that we do. And what people have to understand, elections have consequences, is the words of some president that had the initials of B.O., Elections have consequences. And when we have a supermajority in California due to redistricting, savagely wicked redistricting, gerrymandering, savagely, savagely horrible gerrymandering and empowering themselves, um, they now are entrenched. They're entrenched with a supermajority. And in order for them to write a bill to take away your Second Amendment, all it costs them it's not, they don't even pay for it, but it's the ink out of their pen to sign it. And we probably bought them the pens too. So it costs them yeah. zero to pass these bills and it costs us millions to fight them. And they know this, this is their long game war. And that's what, what we're fighting here. Kevin, you were saying before that you believe what well, we all do. We, we believe that they just will write anything because we'll have to fight it. Correct. That's one of their tactics. Yeah, and and you see that even more this year because it's an election year. This it's it's time to uh, make sure that everybody knows that they are anti-gun because that's something that they run on. But that that essentially is correct. And and like I was saying, we're already on our sixth year of battling Duncan v. Becerra. Uh, there's the ammunition regulations, Rody v. Becerra, which is in the Ninth Circuit, uh, that we're also on. I believe our fifth year of fighting. So. Even though they know these laws are unconstitutional, they pass them anyways because uh, the the scheme is every box of ammunition they can keep from coming into California, the better. Every magazine they can keep out of Californians' hands, the better. And if they know that it's going to be at least six years before uh, the law is stricken down, then that's that's nothing but a win to them because it costs them nothing to write the law. Exactly. And the other part is if they know that they can pass laws to put felons back on the street to make the world a more dangerous place and then blame it all on inanimate objects, then they consider that a win also. Yeah, and and we're seeing we're seeing consequences of that right now. Uh, Look at what just happened in Sacramento uh, with the mass shooting up there. Um, You know, I mean, the gang shooting. Yes, the gang sorry, shooting. When one side's um, blue and one side's red. We call that a gang shooting. We we are we are blunt on this. Uh, blues versus reds. Hmm. Hmm. What could that be? What could that be? Oh, I don't know. How about a gang shooting? You know, it's it's not an accidental shooting. It's not a mass shooting. It's not a psycho. It's a gang war. Um, and let's take a look at the uh, the players involved here. Right? Do you have their info? Uh, I don't in front of me. Okay. Well, I do know that two of them were brothers, two of them were brothers um, involved in this shooting, this gang war shooting between the blues and the reds. Um, Mm -hmm. They also were fairly young and they had, what was that thing called? Oh yeah. Felons. They were felons, felons in possessions of firearms. How many federal laws does that break, Kevin? Um, How many many. California gun control laws does that break? Well, they were in a bar. 
They're in a bar and they had firearms. Well, that's a CCW law. You can't carry a concealed weapon in a in a drinking establishment. So there's another law. Uh, how about, oh, I don't know, murder. Maybe murder's against the law. We should do, probably do something about that. But the fact that these people have been let out of jail early and our legislature has has gone with this stupid idea of no cash bail. Well, that's in New York. We'll talk about that in a second. But but we've re-released felons, horrible felons. And one of these murderers was, was early released by our government here in California um, for good behavior or COVID or good COVID or something of that particular nature. But when, when the laws don't have any teeth, the laws that are on the books don't have any teeth, what's our net effect on this, Kevin? It's, it's, zero, it's negative. I, I mean, to be honest, all of the wrong people are suffering uh, from laws like this. And, and this is just another example. And unfortunately, what we end up seeing then is the mainstream media and politicians, uh, like, like the, that famous quote when Ben Shapiro went on the Piers Morgan show, and, and they, they stand on the graves of people and tout a political message that, that they have taken aim on. Um, it's, it's absolutely atrocious. They, they set up the laws in a way for these catastrophes to be able to happen. And then when they do happen, they double down and use them for political gain. That's what we're seeing here. Yeah. So it, it's actually quite easy to lower the crime rate because if you notice, we have a super subset, minuscule subset of super predators that commit the vast majority of all crimes. And if those small subsets were kept away from society for vast periods of time, our, our crime wave would fall apart. You know, it's not a race thing. It's an activity thing. If you are shooting at other people, if you've been involved in an armed robbery, carjacking, drug sales, you know, maybe we don't want you out here walking around. Um, those activities are are not good for not good for society. And, and as far as legalizing drugs, there's not a stupider thing I think we can do than legalizing drugs and lowering the crime rate. I, I don't think there's anybody out there saying, you know, fentanyl is the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. I just wish I did crack earlier, you know, um, right. Meth, meth makes my day, you know, like I wouldn't be where I am today without a big pot of meth. Yet there's nobody who, who touts their successes of drugs. Drugs have destroyed life after life after life. And not just the people involved in taking the drugs, but the people around them, their entire families destroyed by these activities. And so to allow drug dealers to go free, that's not a crime. That's not a violent free crime that there's a victim on the end of that. Those people who are hooked hopelessly, hopelessly on these drugs are victims of those. So in case you're wondering where I come in line on that, I do not want drugs legalized. I think it's the dumbest idea. Uh, it's almost as stupid as no cash bail, which is almost as stupid as uh, the free, free petty theft, petty theft, thousand dollar theft, um, shoplifting in California. It's almost, you know, each thing builds on each other and it's creating a society that is just absolutely rampant and lawless. And that's where the California Rifle and Pistol Association fighting for Second Amendment rights across the entire West U.S. comes into play on this. 
We talked about Becerra, which is the magazine, well, one of the Becerras, which is the magazine capacity ruling at the Supreme Court. Kim Rohde versus Becerra, which is the ammunition purchase restrictions. And what are the other ones that you're fighting right now? Uh, we have a uh, uh, another bill called Rupp v. Becerra that is also challenging the assault weapons uh, registration um, regulations that's currently in the Ninth Circuit. Okay, we'll talk about that when we come back here. We're going to talk about how to fight back on this and how to win, and and especially what's happening on the national stage with uh, with Joe Brandon uh, talking to us about that. We'll be right back after this. Hi folks, Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated million dollars for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at ccwsafe.com. AM 590, the answer. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Persians, come and get them! Hello, folks. Welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. Again, if you haven't heard the first part of this show, check it out on our podcast, FiringLineRadio.com. It's on Apple iTunes. We're a bunch of different places, but check out our podcast on that because that whole first section talks about a lot of discounts for you to save huge amounts of money on CCW Safe, Mag Lights, EMP Shields, Accutac Bipods, the greatest thing out there. So check them out at FiringLineRadio.com for podcasts or, you know, wherever else you get your podcast at, we should be floating around there somewhere. Uh, I'm here with Kevin Small. Kevin is the Advocacy and Outreach Director for the California Rifle and Pistol Association. It's important that you hear this because the California Rifle and Pistol Association is fighting in the Ninth Circuit Court, also known as the Circus Court, Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals that affect the Western 11 states to support our second amendment. So just like we were talking last week about supporting a Senator running in, in Arizona to support the second amendment rates, even if you're second amendment, even if you're a California native, you should be supporting that Senator because that could be the 51st vote. So we can support some good things and keep people like Kanji Brown off the Supreme court. Of course we were, Sold out by Mitt Romney, but what's new about that? Um, <clears throat> so here we're talking about the interstate workings, Arizona, California, 11th, the 11 Western states, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, because we're trying to affect national gun change. Now, there was a, another murderous spree in New York City. Um, Kevin, do you have the facts on that, what happened in the subway? Well, what, what we do know is that, I mean, this individual was uh, pretty deranged. Uh, look, looking at his uh, social media accounts and stuff like that, uh, there was definitely 
prejudice on this person's mind. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say he's not deranged. Have... I, 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 would, I would take issue with that. He's not deranged. He's specific. He knew exactly what he wanted to do. Now, why he wanted to do so is, is evil. But he knew exactly what he wanted to do. He announced what he wanted to do. And he was intentional on this. This was not, I don't want somebody to say, oh, he had, you know, too many um, fruit loops and he ate a Twinkie. And so it's a sugar defense kind yeah. of thing. He was intentional. I, I he do. Did. He's a murdering evil person. I think that's fair. And, and I think that when you uh, create a culture that, that sort of supports this kind of behavior only in one direction, it really gives somebody like that the opportunity to think that he in some way is justified in acting like that. And I, I think that that's a sincere issue uh, that we have within this country right now. So this person, I think he used a pistol, did he not? Uh, yeah, I believe so. And I think he was actually a felon. Yep. Who legally purchased a pistol in 2011, but since that point in time has become a felon. So he's a felon with a firearm. Um, I think there was possibly more than one firearm. One of them was legally owned, if I remember correctly. Oh, no, excuse me. Legally purchased in 2011 during Barack Obama's regime um, in a different state. So he brought that pistol as a felon or became a felon in New York, but he brought it a pistol to New York City. Now, those of you who know anything about New York, it is not pistol friendly. There's something called the Sullivan Act. If you are caught with a firearm in New York, a handgun, un unlicensed, unregistered, unapproved by New York, it's one year stay in jail period. It's a horrific thing. My son lives in New York City, not New York City, in New York State. Uh, we couldn't buy a pistol for him or help him buy a pistol uh, for home defense because of the unbelievable. I mean, I thought California was bad, but it's like a year and a half wait. You just basically, you can't buy a pistol in New York Get a shotgun, get a shotgun over the counter, but you can't buy a pistol. That's just their stupidity and their rules. So here he is. He's a felon, multiple felon. Um, somebody let him out of jail. He should be in jail. He was let out early. He, is posting all kinds of racist stuff on the on the web. He brought a firearm into New York City. So he's a felon. That's a federal thing. Firearm New York City, another thing. Brings it into the metro. I do believe that's a gun-free zone, right? I mean, they had the little round sign. Yep. Uh, they should make those round signs out of Kevlar. She so could hide behind them. But it's a gun-free zone. You're not allowed to bring a firearm on the metro. And then everybody else around him the good people are all disarmed because they follow the rules. Difference between criminal cowards, um, cowards are criminals, and good people are the good people follow the rules. If it says don't bring a gun there and you're a good person, you don't. If you're a criminal, you do whatever the heck you want, including murdering as many people as you can, causing fear and that. So here's a felon causing more felonies. Should be in jail. Some idiot let him out and has blood on his hands. And what's the aftermath on this? What do we hear now from the president, Joe Brandon? What do we hear now from him? We, well, we hear now that we need to ban ghost guns. What's a ghost um, gun? And I, I mean, a ghost gun is, is typically referring to a firearm that's uh, milled or made at home. Uh, they generally don't have serial numbers on them. However, in the state of California, I can tell you that it is unlawful to um, 
have an unserialized firearm. It's a process that you go through uh, with the Department of Justice once it's once it's built. Uh, but right. uh, he he's just spreading a whole bunch of lies. And this goes back to the language argument. People are changing definitions in our country. And, and while they're changing definitions, come on, uh, whether man. It's the, look, look, <laughs> come on, man. Seriously, whether it be, you know, changing the definition of man or, or woman or uh, unserialized um, ghost gun or firearm, uh, we're, we're seeing this stuff in uh, California legislation also, but uh, we're basically seeing that so that they can conflate data points. Uh, what you see in a lot of criminal activity are unlawfully altered firearms. That is very different from purchasing. Um, and making your own firearm. What we see in a lot of criminal activity is a firearm that is stolen or purchased on the black market, and the serial number is removed. That is a serial number that exists on a firearm that is removed uh, so that the firearm can't be tracked. That is completely different than than somebody uh, making a firearm in their home. So it is. And not only that, but in California, it is so stupid to do that. So if, if you got a, if, if there was a stolen Glock 17, all right, it's worth less than $950. If you're caught with that, it's a misdemeanor, right? You don't even go to jail for it. You don't get arrested. You're actually released with citation on the street. But if you pull the little uh, metal strip off the bottom of the frame, taking a serial number off, now you have a felony. So that, that's even how stupid it is in California. So what they're doing is they're, as you said, they're conflating two different issues. One are homemade firearms, which are very, very rarely used in anything versus altered stolen firearms. And why are they stolen? They're stolen because they don't keep these idiots in jail. They, they continue to hit homes and, and ruin people's lives, and they're not kept in jail or in the dirt where they really belong. Yeah, and, and this is tragic. I mean, going back to uh, what happened in New York, I, I, get, I have had people who are on the opposite aisle uh, from myself who ask me, how can you, how can you do what you do? Well, I, I certainly don't do it for the firearms. I, I do it for the people. Because when you create laws, like the the very definition of a criminal is somebody who's not following laws. So why we keep, uh, you know, putting these these stringent laws on people who are going to follow them, it it makes them vulnerable. Uh, So that's the real reason why we need to fight against, um, you know, these sorts of laws, whether it be gun-free zones or, or the ability to even... Uh, carry a firearm in New York City. I know the New York Rifle and Pistol Association current or just uh, went through the Supreme Court on one of those cases. Uh, but that, for, that's the matter of the fact. Judgment on that, aren't we? Uh, I, I believe it was ruled. Uh, that specific case was ruled as moot, was it not? Because they pulled the law, that or maybe that's what they were that. discussing. Yeah, but by very definition, they'll they'll reissue it when they have Kanji Brown on there and a couple other. Yeah, right. But by very definition, these criminals are not following laws. And I don't know how much simpler to to put this when we're talking to our legislators. All that they are doing is putting law abiding people at risk uh, by by, you know, pushing through laws like this. And they're giving the criminals an edge up 
They are, you know, what, uh, Sheriff McMahon out here at San Bernardino, he's re- since retired, but I remember him hearing him speak in one of our CCW classes. He came in and actually, you know, I'll, I'll pick it up on the other side of that. We'll, uh, we'll talk about that on our next break here, but folks go to our website, firinglineradio.com, get the podcasts, hear the first part of this show, get your discounts, save a ton of money so you can buy more firearms and more ammo and, uh, more accessories because that's what life's about folks philip damon firing Line radio we'll be right back after this have questions about handgun safety local sports shooting events or your second amendment rights just ask vince at bullseye sport in riverside get practical advice no sales pitch vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience Whether you're a seasoned gun owner or a newcomer, at Bullseye Sport, they welcome everyone, especially ladies considering a firearm for the first time. When they go to our store, we want to give them something that they're going to feel comfortable with. And if you're looking to purchase a gun, ammo, or accessories... If we don't have it, we will get it for you. For all the answers to your rifle and handgun questions, just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport. 951-823-0211. Bullseye Sport in Riverside, proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 590. Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates or call 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. Hi, folks. Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated $1 million for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at CCWSafe.com. AM590, the answer. Yes! Great hunter. Yes? Yes. Fine figure of a man. Yes? Yes? Yes. That is all you need to know for now. Hey folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. FiringLineRadio.com for the podcast. You can find some stuff on YouTube out there too. We're trying to trying to pick it up a little bit on that. Anyway, uh, joining me, I have Kevin, Kevin Small from the California Rifle and Pistol Association, CRPA.org. And I hope you guys are understanding the message here where we're talking about these states need to work together because we're fighting one common enemy. And if you don't believe that, you really need to understand who we are up against. We're up against people like Kevin DeLeon, Kamala Harris, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, uh, Mitt Romney, um, Mark Kelly. There's, there's crazy, crazy runs deep on the progressive side, and it's not hard to pick them out. Um, Joe Brandon, right? that's just, well, I shouldn't pick on him because that's elder abuse. That guy is so far gone. He should not be our <laughs> commander in chief. So I, I shouldn't pick on him too much, but he does deserve it with his outbursts. Now, his latest outburst was, come on, man. No one needs a 
I, it's one of his lies. The guy lies all the time. I was duck hunting in Southern Delaware and I came across these deer hunters. Cause you know, guys deer hunt in duck blinds and he had an AR 15. I said, come on, man, you need 15 rounds to kill a deer. You must be loud. What a lie. It's a lie. Who was, what was the hunter's name? Popcorn, corn pop. Did he have a razor in his shoe? Was he rubbing your leg and feeling the hair go up and down Joe, which pile of Joe Brandon are you shoveling today because it's all a bunch of Brandon. Um, you know, it just, it infuriates me that he lies from beginning to end. There's nothing worse than a liar. You know, Satan, father of all lies. He is an absolute liar and uh, just makes crap up and gets to go away with it. And his new thing about these ghost guns, as you said, um, a ghost gun was marketed. That name was marketed by Kevin DeLeon in California as he held up a uh, homemade firearm or a non-serialized AR-15 that had multiple felonies on it. It was a SBR, non-registered SBR. There's a federal felony there. Um, It was in the conflagration that was already illegal in California because it had a it had a uh, vertical grip on the forend. It, it had a short barrel. It had collapsible stock, detachable box magazine. He broke like 23 rules. So the fact that it was registered or not didn't mean anything because he already broke those rules. And then he went on a murder spree and he actually ended up killing more people with his vehicle than with the firearm. Anyway, so that's when they came up with this marketing name of ghost gun. Ooh, it's not. I think it was a compromise in the 1968 gun control bill that you were allowed to build up to 49 firearms personally. That's one of the things they do. And that's where people are standing on established law that they're allowed to build 49 firearms a year personally. I know what you do with them all, but that's what the capacity is. And and, um, you can't sell them. So that's another, without going through an FFL, that's another feed on that. But it has more to do with the people who are, you know, just, tinkerers um, than armors, but the ghost gun thing is an absolute marketing name. And that's what they're after about now. But again, they're not about increasing the penalties for the people who steal firearms. Are they Kevin? No, they're not. They're, they're attacking the, you know, the minority of people who actually have an interest uh, in these firearms and want to build them at home. And I mean, to your point earlier, to be fair to former Vice President Joe Biden, it, it you kind of have to lie when you don't have a whole lot of truth to stand on. So you're going to continue to see him push out numbers that are just not correct. And, and it's all just to fit this narrative. Uh, and, and we see it actually even further in, in, in California right now. There's an assembly bill. Uh, it's 1621 on precursor parts. Going back to one of our earlier segments, that they're they're conflating names again. What they're trying to do here in California is uh, redefine the term of firearms to include precursor parts, which they already have a muddied definition on. They're they're including these precursor parts in conversations about ghost guns. Uh, so again, we're we're seeing not the truth being told to people who don't have a whole lot of knowledge on firearms. Uh, so that they can deem them all bad, when in actuality, what we have is criminals who are taking serial numbers off of firearms, not building them themselves, that are actually creating the crime rates. And, and these criminals, 
number one, shouldn't have a firearm to begin with. And number two, they should probably still be in jail. I think though, if you wanted to change things, honestly, for the better, to make it a safer society, there's only a couple of things we need to change. Number one, if you're on the parole board or probation board and you put somebody out early, you are civilly responsible for their actions. Okay. Yeah. If, if you're not willing to be civilly responsible, why are you letting that predator back out on the street? Right. If, if, if you believe it, back it up with your money. Number two is that if you write a law, you are liable for the end result of it. We are, we have for too long had these legislators be absolutely, um, I don't know what's the word. Anyway, nothing, nothing can happen to them. They're Teflon. They can write the stupidest law that restricts, that hurts people down the road and nothing happens to them. Uh, I think that we have to have some way of holding their accountable for their stupidity. The rest of the world does. I mean, I have a little sticker on my desk that says stupid hurts because it does. When you do stupid things, there's pain that helps you correct that. Uh, we need these legislators to feel that because they are making the worst decisions are running, you know, like in California, they're running all the businesses out. Well, where's your tax base going? It's leaving, going to Arizona, Nevada, Texas, anywhere. Um, you're, you're causing massive destruction of the state with your decisions, and they do so without any, without any kind of, with impunity. And so I think if you were to allow some kind of a punitive damage when you pass horrible bills, and if you let somebody out of jail early, that you are civilly responsible for the 40 to 50,000 felons they put on the street in the last two years out early, uh, I think that would change their mind. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think that's an interesting I think that's an interesting road to go around uh, to go down. Uh, but I, I can tell you that there is something we can do about it now. Um, okay. You know, as far as as far as politicians uh, are concerned. Yeah, civilly, um, they, they carry no liability, but uh, we can make them unemployed. And, and this literally comes down to talking to your neighbor. Um, if they are going to continue and pass these sorts of laws, what we can do on the local level is talk to our neighbors, talk to the, talk to the parents of other kids at school, uh, talk to your grandparents, talk to whomever, and educate them on what's actually going on. And the, the real unfortunate thing here is that when a lot of people go to vote, they, they either see a D or they see an R, and they check a box. And we need to get more involved than that. CRPA is one of those places that you can go to to get all the information that you need on firearms legislation. And there are other organizations on other topics that do the same thing. But ultimately, we do have the power and we can get these people out of office. I can tell you in California, it's estimated a quarter of the population owns a firearm. There's no voting block that can beat that as long as people are putting uh, the Second Amendment as a priority when they go to vote. So these are things that we can change. We need to get these politicians who are really just there to collect a paycheck and pander to whichever the way the wind is blowing. We need to get them out of office and we need to get people in office who have our interests at heart. Amen, brother. Preach it. Preach it again. Say it again. <laughs> this is important because yeah, we can sit around and bellyache about it, but we have to do something. And, you know, 
action beats reaction. So we've been losing these timeframes because the left has been making their, their march downstream and we've all been working, raising families and having a life. Well, now we need to pay back in. We need to get involved. So Kevin, um, I'm sure you have a sister association in Arizona. This is going into both places here, but people need to support the lawsuits. Those are getting paid out of the California Rifle and Pistol Association. So how do they do that? How do they support you? You can support CRPA by going to crpa.org. There are options to join as a member. We have members all across uh, the United States because there are people who realize that not only uh, does the Ninth Circuit, but also the Supreme Court can set national precedent. Uh, People also realize that uh, California is one of the biggest exporters in the nation of people. And most often when people leave, they take their politics with them. Uh, so it's really important to keep the record straight here and continue fighting for Second Amendment in California to make sure that that uh, is not exported to other states. And again, you can do that by going to CRPA. Dot org. Uh, donate today, become a member, get involved and, and check out all the good info on there. Very good. Kevin, thank you so much for your time. Folks, that's Kevin, small, crpa.org. Check out this podcast at firinglineradio.com, firinglineradio.com. I want to thank everybody for being involved. Let's get out there. You know, we always say G-O-Y-A, get off your couch and get in the fight. God bless. Shoot, Felipe, shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot, don't talk. I'd like to introduce you to a new sponsor to the show, Sean Gibbs of Ask Defensive Training Company. They're in Redlands, California. They also sell guns and ammo. But the most important thing that they have for you here today is their training courses. Ask, kind of an interesting name. Why would you call it that for guns and ammo? Well, Ask stands for Attitude, Skills, and Knowledge. And that's what they focus on at Ask Defensive Training. Sean has basic courses for a first-time gun buyer. If you're not familiar with your firearm, you want to be able to use it safely, perfect place for that. He has also additional courses for defensive handgun, advanced handgun, and even learning how to shoot a firearm in low-light situations. Bring your mag light. So folks, check them out at askdefensive.com, A-S-K, defensive.com for a schedule of classes. He's got a great store in there too, so buy what you want, train what you want, askdefensive.com. AM 590, the answer.